Hi, welcome to your podcast Accents Matters, a podcast where you matter regardless of your accent. This is your host, Stephanie Mayoral, and thank you for listening. Howdy, howdy, fellow listeners, and welcome back to the third episode of this podcast. Once again, I'm broadcasting from Lovell, Texas in this cloudy day of July 2nd, 2021. In today's episode, let's talk about eating disorders. Now, we have the company of Dr. Luis Carvajal. He joined us in the last episode. Welcome back, Luis. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. Howdy, everyone. For those that are new to this podcast, can you briefly introduce yourself? Well, I'm a, a cardiologist in training here in the beautiful Lubbock, Texas. I was born in the border town of Juarez, and I think more importantly than everything, I'm just your husband, and I guess that gets me privileges to be invited here frequently. Thank you, Luis. Well, I'm going to summarize information about eating disorders, and then I would like to ask you some questions. Let's start. To begin with, what is an eating disorder? According to the American Psychiatric Association, They are behavioral conditions characterized by a severe and persistent disturbance in eating behaviors and associated distressing thoughts and emotions. When we first hear the word eating disorder, I can assume that we immediately think in someone really thin or someone with overweight. But the reality is that there are so many types of eating disorders that we don't know about. According to the International Classification of Diseases, there are four principal types. Anorexia nervosa, characterized by food deprivation. Bulimia nervosa, described as having episodes binging with compensatory behaviors to get rid of the food by inducing vomiting, fasting, exercising, or laxative misuse. Binge eating disorder presents when you consume rapidly big amounts of food beyond fullness to the point of nausea or discomfort. And the last one of the four principal types is other specified feeding and eating disorders. This one classifies other subtypes of eating disorders such as pica is when you eat non-food objects with no nutritional values such as chalk, dirt, paint, stones. Rumination disorder uh, is when you will chew and spit out food without swallowing. Orthorexia nervosa is when you develop an obsessive behavior of eating food that you feel is healthy and pure. And the last one is avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. Involves a disturbance in eating resulting in persistent failure to meet nutritional needs. For example, this happens to people that usually is very busy and they just, they just forget to eat. These disorders are commonly seen in women in the ages between 15 and 35, but they can all occur at any age and affect any gender. Now that I introduce you to the types and subtypes of eating disorders, tell me, Luis, could you relate to any one of those? Because I certainly picture myself at risk of few of them. It's funny you asked that, and yes, uh, since you brought it up, we we generally just think of eating disorders as something other people may have. But once you lay out all those options, absolutely, I think uh, more frequent than that, we 
we end up going to food for emotional comfort, uh, comfort food or comfort food for celebration. It's it's very common. I can definitely identify with that. And also, whenever you're trying to you know improve your health a little bit, you can fall a little bit into that um, orthorexia situation. Well, I have been knowing you for ten years, and I can see how you can fit in few subtypes. Call it you are too busy to eat, or because you haven't eaten during the day, you came home and binge eat at night. Knowing now this, it has awakened me that most people have bad eating habits and we don't even realize we have this unhealthy relationship with food. What do you think that social media portrays this habit as normal? For example, once we were watching a TV show on Netflix, and we saw two high school girls eating chips and nuggets. Well, to be fair, they were not eating. They just chew the food and then spit it out. I even remember we made the comment of, Ew, that's gross. That's so gross. But in the show, they never talk about that or said that they had the disorder. It was pictured as something with no importance. What do you think about it, Luis? Yeah, now that you mention it, you're absolutely correct. We... We normalize these situations and we tend to, as you previously said, think that an eating disorder is something exclusive of fat people, but people that are uh, trying to stay thin, they can end up with very unhealthy behaviors. Absolutely. Now, regarding all that binge eating at night, you call it binge eating, I'll call it intermittent fasting. <laughs> <laughs> well, to conclude, sadly, social media trends and beauty standards contribute to the appearance of new eating disorders. And I think people should know of these other subtypes because we think we are okay, but in the reality uh, is that we have a bad relationship with food, most of us. And I think this put us in risk of developing an eating disorder. Thank you, Luis, for joining us again. Thanks for having me. See you in the season finale next week. Once again, thank you for listening. I'm Stephanie Mayoral and this is Accents Matters. See you in the next episode.